Blue Shirts fans, welcome to the Worst New York Rangers podcast, a podcast about the NHL's least favorite team, the New York Rangers. The future of the New York Rangers. So... I feel like in the last two seasons, we've been on the cusp of something really good and just kind of fell short, whether it was last year's, you know, losing to Tampa Bay in the finals of the Eastern Conference or this year just, you know, falling short against the Devils in round one. Either way you flip it, we've kind of been falling short these last couple seasons, but we've been doing something, we've been doing something right. You know, it, it's felt different than it has in the last five years. It's felt different than it has, you know, since the finals with Lundqvist against the Kings, it it feels completely different. It feels like we're just right there. And I think that some things in the Rangers camp right now are going to change the way that the Rangers play hockey for at least the next few seasons. So let's talk about that. So the first thing I want to talk about is Zach Jones. So Zach Jones just got a two-year deal here in New York. He played in Hartford last year. He did really well. Actually, Hartford did better than they have in a long time and made a deep run here for the Calder Cup, which is their Stanley Cup in the AHL. He I, I thought this was going to be like a, a depth piece for Hartford. I think in that, you know, Hartford's trying to do everything they can to kind of be more competitive and then have these competitive players when, you know, New York needs them. But I think this is something different. If you go back to September of last year, I did an episode. It was called, uh, is the 2022-2023 season the year of Zach Jones? And I meant that by, you know, I feel like Zach Jones can step into that defenseman role and step up. Now we got Harper here and... We'll talk about some of our defensemen that I think are going and all that stuff, but I think that Zach Jones is going to be that seventh defenseman. You know, he's going to be there. I really do think they should bring him up and give him a chance at the beginning of this next season. I think that he would make a good pairing with Schneider. I've heard a lot of other people say that he'd make a good pairing with Schneider, and, you know, we have that third pairing locked in, or, you know, have him when we need him. I think that Zach Jones really is the future for the for the New York Rangers. I think that we have, you know, really needed to dial back acquiring new players and just focusing on the guys that we have. We have a lot of guys at Hartford. We have a lot of young guys that are coming up that want to play on the Rangers. And this last season, especially the playoffs here, you can't just acquire good players. It doesn't mean you're going to win. You know, Patrick Kane, Vladimir Tarasenko, you can't just pick up these like all-star legendary players and then expect to win. It doesn't work that way. So coaching staff change is probably going to help us a lot with, you know, some of the bad tendencies we have and getting rid of some of those bad habits. But I think the bad habit we need to get rid of and is a huge one in hockey in general is thinking that acquiring these big pieces, these big chips is going to make your team better. I don't think that's the case. Developing who you have and developing young players that you can fit into your top six or middle six or bottom six, you know, I think that really is what's going to change the tides for the Rangers and focusing on that instead of worrying about, you know, this new name or this hot name guy that is on a UFA that could get picked up from somewhere else. I don't think that's the future for the Rangers. And it kind of has to be the future of the Rangers, honestly. This has to be the way that we do things moving forward because we have a lot of players right now that are free agents and we really can't sign them. Like, we really can't afford to keep them. Um, right now, we need, if we were going to re-sign everyone that has free agency right now, it'd be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players on the Rangers. We'd have to re-sign seven players with the limited cap space that we have, which I think is under $10 million, which is not possible. And you know they always want to make a trade deadline acquisition halfway through the year for a deep run in the cup. Now, 
whether I like that or not, it's going to happen. That's just how it is in hockey. You're always going to try to pick up somebody who's trying to jump ship on a team that they're not doing well on and hope that they can, you know, kind of do well and, and make a name for themselves on a different team that has a chance to win the cup. That's just how it goes every single year. But right now, we'd have to re-sign Lafreniere, Kane, Mott, Tarasenko, Miller, Mikula, and Halak. And I'll break down all of those all of those contracts and who we should keep and who we shouldn't keep, but that's a lot of people. There's no way we can get all those people in there, especially at the deal that a lot of them are going to want or that they deserve, for that matter. I don't think that that, that is even something we should even consider. So I'm going to break down those contracts and who we should keep and, and why we're not going to keep some of them. But, you know, the future for the Rangers is, is much different than it was before. You know, everybody else who's on the team is pretty much locked in for multi-year deals. And, you know, you can't do a long-term extension or a long-term contract with any of these guys because you have a lot of other players coming up. Like, we have two seasons before Igor needs a raise. And you think that Igor is not going to get the biggest fucking raise of his life for stepping into that Henrik Lundqvist role and being basically Henrik Lundqvist Jr., but also being better, you know? Like, it, it can't work that way. And I'll break all this down, but it, it, it needs to be a change. It needs to be a change in what happens here in New York. As for the players going to free agency... I'm going to start with Alexi Lafreniere. I don't want to see him go, but I don't really see him staying. You know, I, I don't really see him getting locked into a major deal here. The, the cap space just isn't there. If he can stay, you know, the kids line kind of needs to be broken up. I think that the kids need to be playing with veteran players. That'll help them shine. Like a top line with Kreider, Zibanejad, and Kako, you know, would, would boost them a lot. And, you know, a second line with Hedl and Panarin and... Trocek would, would, would make Heedle exceed, I think. And then throwing Lafreniere on the third line with two other good guys, I think would, would be beneficial for all of the kids. But I don't know if they're going to go that way. So Lafreniere, I'm on the fence with whether, whether we're going to keep him or not. Um, it is what it is at that point. Um, Patrick Kane, there's no way he's staying in New York. I don't think that we can afford him. And honestly, he hasn't shown me anything to want to make me keep him. Also, he has like going to have to have hip surgery or he just had hip surgery and he's going to be out for a while. So something we can't do. Tyler Mott. Um, Tyler Mott's a fucking ranger. You know, you guys are going to hear me talk about this all the time. If we lose him, I'm going to complain all year. And if we keep him, I'm going to I'm probably going to sing his praises because he's that good. Again, he's not a high scoring guy, but, you know, he's a grinder. He's going to grind you out. He's going to be on that fourth line, maybe even the third line, just defending and, and, and doing what he needs to do to just to keep the puck out of the net the best he can. I think he's the only one that really showed us a lot of bite in the playoffs, excluding, you know, the rest of the fourth line. But I don't think we can lose Tyler Mont. I think he would take a, you know, a two-year deal at like a $2 million average, you know, $2.5 million average. I think he would stay for that. I think he wants to be a Ranger. He keeps coming back, so, you know, he wants to be here. <laughs> but... Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, there's no way he's staying. He wants a multi-year deal. We can't afford that, and we can't afford to lock him in for that long. So it was nice seeing Vladimir Tarasenko. I think he was a great as a Ranger. I just don't think realistically we can keep him. Keandre Miller, again, no way we can lose Keandre Miller. I, I put it this way. I'll just put it this way real quick. If you lost Keandre Miller, do you want to play against a team that has him? Do you want, do you want Keandre defending against the Rangers? I don't think so. I don't think you want to play against that kid. He's he's got too much of an upside. He's too fucking good. He he can't he can't be lost. We need to keep that guy. Uh, Nico Mikola, again, you know, if Zach Jones steps into the role and does well, I know that that's like an if and or but. But you know, we have Ben Harper too, so I think that Mikola needs to go. I don't think he did terrible, but you know, can we keep him? I don't know. 
uh, you know, they, the, the fucking Rangers didn't call me for that interview for me to be coached, so I can't say whether or not they should or shouldn't do it. I just don't think it's going to happen. And last, we got the Halak situation, Yaroslav Halak. Um, I think we're going to keep him. I think we should sign him again at least for another year. He didn't do bad. I think that he's a pretty good goalie. You know, I, people were harping on him at the beginning of the year, but he did damn good. It really is the defense of the Rangers that make and break these games. I mean, Igor still loses games, and he's the best goalie in the world. So I can't, I, I can't think that you would think that Halak is that bad, honestly. If you still think that Halak is bad, I don't know what to tell you because he was the best thing that happened to the Rangers in, in terms of goalies since Igor. So I think that we'll probably keep him. And, you know, if we don't, unfortunately, if he leaves, that would suck. But we got Louis Domingue down in the AHL ready to step into that role. He's proved to be a very good second, third string goalie. You know, he can step into the role. He doesn't have to play all the time. Now, we also have Dylan Garand in the AHL, who's going to be, you know, a really good second shoe to Igor Shosturkin. But Dylan Garand's too young. I think that he needs to still develop a little bit more. And if you bring him up to the NHL, he's not going to play a lot of games because who are you going to play the most? You're going to play Igor because you want to win. So I think Louis Domingue can step into that role if we decide not to keep Halak. And if everything I've said in this podcast is wrong, if everything I've said this episode today is wrong and they decide to go a different way, the only other way that they can go is to the AHL, to the Wolfpack, and pull up some of those guys from the minors. You know, I, we have Brennan Othman, who's going to be ready to play this next season. We have Bobby Trevino. We have uh, Carpenter. We have Brodzinski. We have just, we have so much depth down there. We have Ty Emerson. Like, we have so, we have so much depth down in the AHL right now, and so many guys that are willing to step into this role and become part of the Rangers, we do not need to acquire new pieces. That is, I will I will sing that from the rooftops. I will shout that to anyone who will listen to me on pretty much every podcast moving forward until we see preseason and who they're bringing up to try out. I'm going to be screaming, you know, bring these guys up from the AHL. Like I said, they're not ready to be top three, top six guys, but they're ready to jump in the lineup. They're ready to learn. And with the new coaching staff and the new procedures that are going to be implemented to do, you know, new stuff this next season for the Rangers, it's never been a more perfect time to grab some of these guys and get them in the mix. It, it doesn't hurt you. You know, it doesn't hurt to try this out. It They're there for a reason. We're not utilizing it. And I don't follow every other team in the league, you know, as much as I follow the Rangers. I think that's a given, you know, the Rangers is my team and I do a show about them. So I don't think that's a shock to anyone, but I don't know how deep and how, how, how deep and how much depth every other AHL team has, but I know that the Rangers depth goes real fucking deep. We have a lot of key players that could really come and change the tide for New York this next season. I think that that's where we need to go. I don't know if we will. I'm assuming that, you know, Drury has some fucking ideas in his head that he's going to do whatever, but I'm hoping that he fucking has a come to Jesus moment and sees like, this is the way to go for the Rangers. And, you know, we don't need to waste our time with anything else, with any other legendary players, quote unquote, with some high profile guys. We have the talent to do what we need to do. Let's bring up the rest of the pieces that we need when we need them. And let's worry about what we have and let's make a fucking deep run. You know, let's Let's stop fucking around. Let's do this thing. Let's go for a cup and let's really compete and let's give ourselves a chance. And with all that being said, I think that's where we stopped today. Just want to talk about Zach Jones and some of these free agents, where things are going to go, how I think we should play this next season. Again, lots of guys in Hartford that want to play. Zach Jones, I know, wants a fucking deal and he wants to be locked in as that seventh defenseman here for New York. 
I think we should give him a chance. You know, we're going to see what happens at the beginning of this next season. And that's all I can say. So I have, you know, a couple episodes, a couple more grading. I pushed all those episodes back because I really wanted to get this out with Zach Jones. Again, I do think that Zach Jones is the future for the Rangers. I think that he could take that role. And, you know, you're get, it's going to be fucking cheap, man. You're not going to have to spend that much. So why not save a little bit of money when you can, especially when uh, the cap space is so tight. So that's where I'm at. That's how I feel about it. You know, let me know what you guys feel. Again, I haven't said this in a while, but you guys can go over to Worst NYR Podcast on Instagram. Go follow me over there. You know, go tell me what you want to tell me. If there's anything that you guys think that I need to know, let me know, you know, what I'm doing wrong. Let me know what you guys want me to talk about. It's it's pretty crazy to me. It's pretty crazy to me that you guys are still here. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I am not going to fucking lie to you guys. I am... I am pretty happy that you guys are all still here and that you guys are kind of just, you know, with me still. Uh, I really do appreciate it. I'm, I'm having a good time. Thing, things are, things are still fun. You know, it, it, it started as just a way for me to get just what I think about the Rangers out there. Cause you know, my family was fucking tired of hearing me talk about the Rangers all the time. But like I said, I do really appreciate you guys being here and, and sharing this with me. I know that it's kind of slow right now. I know that we're kind of all a little salty, but we're getting through it, you know? We're, we're, we're getting through it, and it it's going to get better. I, I think that the Rangers are going to set themselves up, hopefully, for, for a really good season. So with that being said, just remember, it's not over till it's over. No quit. In Igor, we trust. And let's go, Rangers.